Okay, you ready? Ready for what? Damn it, Dave. The podcast. Remember, this is what oh, we're doing? Oh, oh, oh. That's now? Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Okay, let's go. Hi. Here we are again. Hi, everybody. So, out in our yard today, in our sanctuary, and we're trying different places to record the podcast from so if you hear birds our little hummingbird friends and wind chimes it's our backyard a little bit of wind here and there yeah yeah so how are you today it's a beautiful day i really enjoy this space in our backyard i hope this becomes the place where we can always do this you know barring unexpected lawnmowers or chainsaws i think uh it should be pretty nice with the birds and the wind and the sunshine. I love it here. I like to meditate here in the mornings. It's my favorite spot for my half hour meditation in the morning. Hmm. I'm doing good. Is that true what your question was? I guess. You're looking at me like I was going to say something else. Explaining the yeah. space. I'm like, oh, they can't see it, but that's okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, okay, so I'll let you know how I'm doing today, too. thought maybe you'd ask. I'll just go ahead and share. How are you doing today, Sammy? Jeez. So glad you asked. Tell all the... How, tell how all kind the... of you to ask me how I am feeling in my funk I'm not feeling so good today. I'm feeling a little off, a little funky. I didn't sleep well, and uh, I apologize for not being the best today and walking around the house in a funk. And But I think all the women out there would know what that's like and hormonal and all sorts of things that come up. The mysteries, the mysteries of the depths of emotions of a woman. Oh, my goodness. That's true. Men don't have funks. Okay. Right. Well, <laughs> or, uh, you know, all the stuff that we go through, I guess. I don't know. It's different. Yeah, you know that? It's different. Well, you're different. from Venus. Men are from Mars. God. That was a book. It's not. Yeah. yeah I, I know. It was a joke. Okay. Anyway, so... Doing the podcast. <laughs> Getting through it anyway. Oh, um, wow. We'll do it. So uh, let's, let's, this week's topic, we pulled a, a topic out of the jar last week, and the, the topic is what I learned from mom, right? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. Go. Oh, me first. Yeah. I think the first thing that came to mind when... Uh, that was what mom always said to me was din din Janny. she'd say din oh, I didn't like that I was like oh my god I don't want to do that din is stands for do it now which has come to such great use in my life to do it now to not wait to not procrastinate and I hear my mom's, I love you, mom. My mom is 85 years old, amazing, fabulous. And I hear my mom's voice, din. And let me tell you, when I stop and just do it now and don't procrastinate, it's so 
much better than than waiting and it takes it takes time I have to say it wasn't something that came easily but um, I think that's probably the first thing that came to mind for me how about you well yeah din is din is great it it also it reminds me of the the um I like the way that it landed with you in your family and through your mom. It's also reminiscent of um never put off till tomorrow what you can do today you know it's that handle it now, don't put things off and uh your mom was very inspiring or is very inspiring in that way uh you know the I'm, the things I learned from my mom is such a broad topic. Um, I hope we can get some of the the reality of what that means to a, an adult. Um, gosh, my mom lived to 103, and until her dying day, she was she stayed the most kind, the most self-effacing, giving person I've ever known, um, and she taught me a lot of that. And, uh, you know, all of the best things about me, and fortunately I told her this before she was gone, all of the best things about me that I love most about myself, I learned from my mom. Lessons in life have, have, have taught me a lot of stuff, but the best stuff came from mom. Mom taught me things like, like, think about what you do before doing it. Think about what you say before saying it. Because you can hurt other people if you say and do things without thinking of them ahead of time. Now, that's a double-edged sword. It does keep me from hurting people, and it, and it helps me stay safe in a lot of my life. But at the same time, it holds me back from taking action sometimes. So I've learned a lot of great things from Mom, and some of them work for me, and some of them don't. And in that case, it works and doesn't work. Um, the in the um, in the self-effacing way of being that she had, she taught me to to not offend people, and I learned that to such a degree that I held myself back all the time, and I learned. Um, to not assert myself because it might bother somebody else. And it's taken me a lot of years to get over most of that. <coughs> I wouldn't say that I've gotten over all of it. It's still part of my character, um, what we learned from our parents in the early years, what I learned from my parents, <laughs> my mom, was to... that is is stuff that doesn't let go ever. To some degree, we learn to work around it and to magnify the parts of it that work. But uh, I do know that from mom, I learned things that have really benefited me in my life and things that have held me back as well. I think I've, I've, uh, I learned from mom to, um, to have a negative opinion of money, to... Uh, to believe in money as scarcity and uh, you know she came from her farm days she grew up on a farm and and feeding nine kids was not an easy thing to do um, and there was a lot of a lot of turmoil in those days that led my mom to live in scarcity and teach me to live, live in scarcity so 
I haven't had the best of relationships with money, with wealth or the lack of. It's good. It's interesting, isn't it? I think we can't help but emulate the behaviors of our parents. And since we're talking about moms, it's just, you know, our first, they're our first teachers. And, you know, we can't, it's just natural to begin to notice, oh my gosh, I'm just like my mom. Or, oh, I see, I recognize that in my mom. And good, bad, and indifferent, it just is what it is. And I remember... um, learning uh, uh, a way of manipulating to shut down. I remember watching as my mom would get upset, she would just be quiet and turn her back or turn away. And it was, oh, you know, you knew that, that mom was upset and she didn't even have to say anything. But in a way, it was a quiet manipulation. And I learned that behavior too, not proud of it. And have had to figure out how to work through that, work through speaking up and saying what I'm feeling, not just shut down and walk away and, you know, punish the other person or whatever by not talking. So, you know, those things are, are good to recognize and notice um, different behaviors and different things that, that we learn and just to to notice it. And like Dave was saying, take take the things that, you know, work for you and Say, oh yeah, I relate to that. That is my true self. That's who I am. I align with that. I align with that belief that mom had or the way she was in that. That's something I want to uh, do in my life too. Or, oh, you know what? That's not a behavior that I'm really want to stick with or something that I want to I do. I also believe in working as a coach with people our biggest issues, our stuff is from, is from our parents and especially our moms. You know, a lot of people out there didn't have a good relationship with their mom. And I work with the people to help them understand that maybe that was the perfect mom for you, even though things weren't great or you didn't get along with her. What is it that you can learn from her? What is it that she brought to you or taught you that you would not have learned without having her as your mom. There's a lot of anger and bitterness that people feel and they carry with them for years and years and years uh, around their mom. And if you can take that, um, whoever she was doing, just doing her, she, you know, she probably didn't know better, but just to be that. And if we carry the anger and just continue to be mad at her or upset with her because she didn't do or give us what we wanted or needed at the time, then, you know, that just hurts us. Um, sometimes people are, most of the time, people are just doing their best. And an, a, for a mom, it, you know, they just do their best. To, I'm sorry to interrupt, but the the a lot of that stuff that we get from moms... Um, we don't necessarily know that we got it from right. mom. It's it's part of part of who we are as an adult, without knowing that it came from our mom. And I think that one of the one of the biggest things that I've learned in in my own parenting is how much I learned from my mom, and <clears throat> all the good and the bad, like I was explaining before. But so much of it I thought was just me. It was just who I was, and then when i when i 
did some self-evaluating work, I discovered more and more where the stuff that I thought was just me came from. And it was a great deal of it, way more than I thought was from my mom. My, my mild way of being, definitely from my mom. You know, my relationship with money, like I was saying, definitely from my mom. <laughs> my stature, <laughs> she was short like me too. <laughs> I, but as an adult, slowly I have picked up on where these things about my own personality came from. Tremendous amount was from mom. There's some self-invented stuff, but boy, I, I'd have to say the lion's share of who I am came from my mom. But then you're able to, at some point, discern between, okay, is that really who I am? Is that in alignment with my true self? Or mm-hmm. is that just me just behaving like that? So were you able to then separate the two and and find yourself in all of that? Not just have it be, well, okay, well, I am that way because of her, period. Or is that like, okay, I, I can change that. I, I, I can shift that. I think what you're saying is, can I shift that? And of course, you know, looking at looking at it like I was talking before, this the the lessons are double-edged swords almost always. There's the good and the bad to uh, of every lesson learned from my mom. And the in my meditations and in my prayers, if you can call them separate, I don't know, they're kind of the same thing for me. Um I ask that that the things that that don't work about me uh uh, I get to diminish and work on, and the things that do work about me that I learned from my mom i get I get to have accentuated and and from there, I can live a much better life i'm i i believe I believe very very much that life is about learning and growing, and as long as i 'm learning and growing it 's life when I stop those things, whatever existence is going on is death. Life is over when I stop learning and growing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know my mom always and still says, don't worry, honey. Everything will work out. It always does. <laughs> and in my 58 years on this planet, she is so right on. And I will tell all of you, I will pass on my momism to you. Everything works out. <laughs> it just does. And we want to fix it. We want to, you know, control it. We want to just try to make things, make it and force it. But just trust and know that everything will work out. You're not dead yet, so it will work out. It's sometimes things take, take time. And she has taught me patience. Be patient. Oh, that's so hard for me because I want everything yesterday. <laughs> and patience and just know and she is so right everything has worked out maybe not how I had envisioned it that's the other thing we get attached to what we think it's supposed to look like and from knowing learning from her that it'll work out I've let go of that and been able to just trust it and trust the process whatever I'm going through knowing that it will work out and to kind of allow things to go in their own way, not try to force it. We both and got that from our mom. Yeah, I that think that's really good to, to allow. To allow. Mm-hmm. The, the magic word for me is allow. Mm-hmm. If, you, if, if you can learn to allow life to be as life is 
without expecting it to be a certain way, you're gonna li- you're gonna live a much happier life. I live a much happier life whenever I allow. When I start to try to control the world around me, is when I start to be unhappy. The deal for me is to let go, mm-hmm. let go of it, accept it for what it is, because that is what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Right here and right now is right here and right now. There is no other time. Yeah. And live in this moment. I was just too. thinking that you were that. you were talking about Din, I when you were talking about your mom's D I N. I was thinking about um, F H B. That was so, so. When we were growing up, um, mom was a good cook. She taught me how to cook. I love that, and to make up ingredients on the fly because when my parents divorced, boy. You had to you had to do that. We were just talking about um, splitting the milk because we we were on such a budget that she would buy powdered milk and mm-hmm. make split it in two, and we would have watered down milk. Ugh, it was awful, but she made it work. So, if people showed up at the house because we had would have people come over, or you know, mom was always. She grew up in the 30s, so she grew up during the during the depression. depression so sure. you always make just enough because you don't want to waste. And so mom would always make just enough food for, you know, for the people that were coming over. Or gosh, if, you know, they brought friends and everything, she would pull us all into the kitchen and she'd say, FHB. And we would all, Mom, no. And that meant family hold back. So when we were going to you know get the dish of food and take a piece of chicken or something we would just take a little half a piece of chicken and smaller amount so that the guests are all served and everybody gets enough and I know you're so funny you always always said there's never enough food at your mom's house I said well for Sunday night night dinners but yeah oh that's funny FHB family hold back but it always worked and you know everybody was happy and everybody got served and everybody got something so it was it was good i think the other thing i love that mom taught me is that people will come and go in your life in different areas and some friends will be acquaintances and some friends will be just deeper friends your neighbors, you'll be friends with them while you're neighbors. And then, of course, you move away and you always promise to stay in touch, but that doesn't always happen. Coworkers, you're friends with them and you're really close with them because you spend most of your time with them. And then you leave and you always think you'll stay in touch. She said, it's not a bad thing that people come and go. It's good. Appreciate them in that moment and appreciate that for what it is because that's just life. They'll just come and go and again not getting too attached but enjoying those friends for who they are relationships will come and go and just appreciate those relationships and it just is what it is and she taught me that I think because I I remember talking about high school friends and how I wasn't friends with some and she said well, that's what it, that's just the way it is you yeah. just you know life just is like that Mom, mom always taught me that the the people will judge you by the people you hang out with. Mm-hmm. So be aware of that. She also said, kind of along the same line, one of her regular farm quotes, is if you lay down with dogs, you get up with fleas. 
Mama's full of those. <laughs> the momisms. You know, I can't remember all of my moms right now at this this moment. I probably should have written more of them down. But you oh, know, she, it's... She, I, I, I'm sorry, I got to interrupt. It's just because it's funny. <laughs> Whenever she would get up and she was feeling a little stiff, she'd say, she'd always say, "Ah, oh, got a hitch in my get along." I love that one. <laughs> I say that now. I know you do. You picked it up from me. I got it from your mom or from you. You didn't hang with mom that much. Oh, I loved your mama. So, you know, learn from mom. Your mom's, everybody out there has had the perfect mom for them. You may not feel that. It may be a difficult situation for you. I think when we can look at why we chose our mom, and yes, I believe we chose our parents. If you can really dig deep into that knowing of why did I choose this person to be my mother? What was my soul here to learn through that experience of having her as my mom? Some people I've heard, you know, had to take such care of their mom if they had an alcoholic mom or a mom who had depression or who was ill. It was very hard for a young child to grow up so fast. And yet, I was just working and talking with a client yesterday about it. She said, I would never change a thing. That's important. About what, yeah, about my growth and why I had her in my life. I loved her at the same time I was so mad at her for um, doing what she did and, and being alcoholic. And, and you know, so we, when we can take all of that and learn from it and not be angry about it or let it fester or let it continue to run our life um, because unresolved issues with your parents can just take you down and make you sick and it falls into your relationship with you know you and I our relationships we've talked about our relationships with our parents and had both have had healthy relationships with our with our moms so it helps us in our relationship and if you didn't it's good to talk about it and to really look at it honestly to look at it and see what can be learned Mm -hmm. because I mean like I said before, learn as you go, you know, if, if what you experienced was uncomfortable, good. If it was fantastic and you had a blast doing it, good, but learn from it either way, whatever it is, it's taught you how to be the person you are now and you get to embrace that. And I know I like who I am, you know, and I, I, the whole parental thing, that's a whole thing to itself. We're talking about just mom right now. Mom taught me a lot of stuff that worked, a lot of stuff that didn't work, and you know what? I like who she she produced. Mm-hmm. It's all good. It is. Is it time to pick out a topic? Uh, I have one more. One more about my mom, and this oh. is just an old saying. Everybody knows it, but don't burn your bridges. I know with all of my life choices and careers and things that I have done, she said, just be aware, the world is very small. You think that people won't know. You think that people won't, uh, you won't run across that boss again, or you won't run across that coworker, or you'll move away, or, you know, you want to get back at them and say something, or um, get revenge, or anything like that just don't burn your bridges be kind be aware that um you know people do talk and 
you know, I think also, I don't know if she said this right to me, but this is also something that I take from my mom, is what do people say about you when you leave the room? And be aware of yourself. And what is it that people are talking about? Do you know enough yourself enough to know what they would say about you? Are you kind? Are you considerate? Are you polite? Um, just those, those really great things. But I know in Burning Bridges was a big one because I know it's come full circle around. The world is really small. You will run across those people again. And I remember leaving a, a job and years and years later, and I did not like that boss and I did not get along with her, but I wrote a very kind letter saying thank you so much for everything you taught me which she did in in the resistance I had to her. I learned a ton. And so I wasn't lying. Thank you for teaching me all that you taught me. Um, years later, I ran across somebody who said, oh, yes, I saw her. And wow, she spoke so highly of you. And that to me was everything because I, you know, I really didn't feel like I had a good relationship there. And yet I do know that it was it was left on good terms so you know always do that and that's my mom I love that about my mom is be kind uh, to other people you never know what somebody's going through and what it's like to walk in their shoes bit of wind out here I hope this recording's okay it's not blowing on the mic I don't think yeah so to all you moms out there remember as you're bringing up your kids (laughs) remember what your mom taught you yeah And guess what? The kids hear and see and watch everything. Ooh, next week we are going to talk about letting Letting go go of of attachments. (laughs) So letting go of attachments. I might learn how to do that someday. That's huge. That one is really big. Letting go of attachments. Attachments to people places and things every day all day long we all right everybody we'll see you next week yes and make it a fantastic day and if your mom is still alive and whatever relationship you have with her send her a card send her a note tell her how much you love her and how much you're grateful for her and if she isn't just send it in in a meditation or a prayer because i know she's listening love y'all bye